Shalom, everybody, and welcome to the Ishai Fleischer Show, broadcasting live from Judea to the world. You're a part of it wherever you are. Shalom and welcome to our living room and my delightful best friend in the world and great show hostess, co-hostess, Maka Fleischer. Wow. Shalom. Thanks, Ishai. Great to, to have back. you. Yeah, great to have you on the show. Thanks and a lot. I, I have to say, honestly, that um, uh, I'm a little bit tireder than usual. Yes. And that's not something I ra- rather start the show with, but okay, there's that's okay. But there's a truth to it. This and is I, a safe space for you. Yeah. You can talk about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. As long as nobody's listening. I want to say that that I am tired because yeah. uh, because this week was tiresome. Okay. Uh, first thing, I'm flying out Saturday night for a short trip to the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, Fundraising for very important stuff in Hebron, our incredible building project, which we're going to be building 30 apartments. So that's one thing. And I get a little nervous before flights. Sure, that's okay. I get nervous about packing up and stuff like that, making sure I have everything. I just get that way a little bit. That's all right. There's worse things. Even though I'm a quote-unquote pro, okay? Yes, you are very good at packing and traveling. Right. But I I get nervous for some reason, which is kind of silly. Don't worry about it. Yeah, all right. but But that's small compared to A... The fact that Tuesday we had big election day, and that also included the fact that the kids were off. Yes. So the kids were off, so therefore we had to, I, th- I felt that we had to really take advantage of that. It's like the end of the summer, so we took the kids to the beach. But then I yeah. agreed to also be on I-24 on the TV um, at, at, at 7 to 8 p.m., which meant we had to get o- get to the beach, get right. off the beach early, and then I had to get dressed. I had, and, and, you know, right, sand, get into sand, your nice clothes. Right, sand in the hair type thing. And then, um, luckily, you have black and white hair, so it didn't really. Uh, so salt you know, and pepper. it was like. Uh-huh. I it's one of the advantages. Yep. Well, there you go. And so, uh, and then get on TV, and then, and that was before election results, and then deal with the uh, um, election results themselves. And this is to remind everybody that we had three months ago we had elections, mm-hmm. and for at least three months before that we were gearing up for elections. So it was like. Basically, and then we had, and then the elections kind of failed. Right. And we then had we do had to do it over. Do it over and uh, again, gear, gear up emotionally, all that kind of stuff. And and so they're, therefore, it's been like six months of this stuff. Yeah, it's been a whole lot of electing. It's been a whole lot of electing. Well, in America, they elect for like two years. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's an, they say, they're always saying they basically like, start at the end of the last campaign. It's like four years. It's always election time. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Especially these days. Yeah, I don't remember it being it's not, like it's that. It's not as much, but but the thing is, the thing is though is that when you're emotionally involved with your with your country, you can get emotionally involved, and so it, it's tiring. It's, right. it's it's it tired me personally out now. Now it might have been less tiring had the results been less bad. Right. the The results weren't horrible or anything like that, but they weren't awesome, and that makes perfect sense that they wouldn't be awesome because. Because actually, the first elections were quite good for at least the the people that I a- agree with and and think represent me, uh, and and one could say all kinds of nice things about these elections. That at the end, you know, the democratic process and all that. But then again, who does a democratic process every three years? So so it was it was tiring. And even at the end yesterday, when I was like, I cannot even hear anything anymore. I thought to myself. It's a little bit like, do you know about the conundrum that, that people are discussing that like the social media platforms are really uh, uh, very focused on trying to make sure that we're addicted to them. Right. And so I was like, wait a minute, did I just fall to be an addict of, I'm not a sports addict, I'm not a TV addict, 
did I become a politics addict? Because you know, I love my country and I want to make sure it goes in the right direction. I want to be active. I think you're a politics addict because it's not like all year long you're like, oh, so and so said such and such. Ooh, so and so had a meeting with blah blah blah. Right. I don't think you're. I think the 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 elections. Everyone wants to know. Everyone's hitting refresh. Right. All day long. No, and not, to see what not, those no are. not everybody. And that's a and lot of a lot of let, people. Let's let's just say newsy that, type people. Right, which isn't everybody, and it's a lot of people. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, there was there was a uh, there was a lot of it was very emotional at the end of the day, and I want to say just one preliminary thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny. I said to my next door neighbor, "No." So, like, all the recommendations that you said didn't exactly go right, doesn't it? What do you mean? I see, he's, like, pro uh, the Yamina party, pro okay. Yelchiket and Bennett. Yeah. And I don't think that they came out as big winners from this. Uh, no. So I said They're to one him, of the smaller parties. So I said to him, I said to him, so uh, what, what do you say? He goes, there's mystical things going on here, you know, things oh, beyond. Really? So I said to him, I said to him, Freddie. I said, uh, uh, now that you lost, you became mystical. Is right. That, is that yeah, what that's is? what happens. Right. Exactly. So, so I want to get mystical for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to say one thing. Uh, I was downstairs at the uh, little Chabad house here. Thank God for it. Yes. I mean. Uh, um, and uh, and uh, I bumped into a rabbi friend of mine, Rabbi da- Donnie Eisenstock, very smart rabbi, whose natural uh, mo- modality is more towards the I'm not talking in policy, but in emotion, he's made up. His makeup is more of the liberal tendencies. Okay. Okay. Get along, peace. Ach, dude, that could, all that rhetoric is like dear to him. Oh. Which is which is great, and that's okay. What, and, he's a, and he's a bud, and he's also a very smart uh, young rabbi. So he says to me, he points to. I had the newspaper with me. He pointed to Lieberman, mm-hmm. and he goes, "That's Mashiach right there." What? I said, "What?" He goes, "Because of him, we're going to have Achdus now." Oh my God. We're going to have unity. And you know what? And at first, I was like, just like you said, right? I was like, ah, oh, come on. Don't be naive, blah, blah, blah. And then in my heart, I was like, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can, I can, at least I can like. I mean, I saw a picture in the news today of, of <laughs> I saw a picture in the news today. There was a memorial service and Netanyahu was there. Gantz was there. Rivlin, Ruby Rivlin, the president of Israel was there. And they're all smiling, right? BB and and it's oh, so my editor, I gotta I gotta like quote my editor because I work for JNS. So we were talking about headlines today, and he came up with some great ones. And he uh, he said that the headlines today for for talks about a possible unity government should be it's all about the Benjamins. <laughs> What? Which is brilliant. That's wait, Ben. Wait. That's my editor, Ben Gale. Wait, wait. He said it's all about the Benjamins because it's Benny Gantz. Ah, Benny Gantz. And Bibi Netanyahu, if two I, Benjamins. If, if it's so all you, you go from from Bibi to Benny, Benny to Bibi, whatever. Yeah. It's funny you say that. Just but they're all like holding hands together. Like some great thing has just happened. So the funny. whole country is like maruach, as we say here in Israel. Like right. totally like smeared across the floor. Yeah, We're all smeared. like, oh God, what but just you know happened? What? You know what? And they're like smiling. That is, that I mean, weird. I guess that's what they have to do, right? Like it wouldn't be no, right for to them to. Well, they shouldn't look like they have to bring this country into the next phase, whatever that is. Uh, that's good. Uh, you know what, Malka? I want to tell you. So they got to look strong and good. I want to tell you something. I'm not so ecstatic. It's not a hor- It wasn't like horrific results or anything like that. I just wasn't so ecstatic about it and about a lot of little things. Also, politics is this kind of thing that it's 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 like any glamour type business. From the further out you go, the more it seems nice and right. the further and in you, you go closer, you're like oh it's like yeah you're like ooh, 
You know, it, it's like little beautiful children, you know, when they're playing or sleeping, they're sweet like anything. But when you're trying to change them and get them dressed and out the door or whatever, and you're dealing with the, with the nitty gritty, it's not as any nitty gritty is, is that it's nitty gritty. It's nitty and it's gritty. Yeah. So, so, so anyway, I, I'm, I'm telling you like there's a certain exhaustion in me, but I'm so happy to be doing radio with you yes. here on the Land of Israel Network. Um, and I want to say to you, Malka, that... I recall when the Prime Minister of Israel, uh, first thing, he didn't have to even go to elections at all, two election cycles right. ago. He had another year, and we still had a majority of 61 seats. He still had, he didn't even have to go to elections, but he decided to pull the plug on the Knesset. That's one. <sighs> then he yeah. decided to go to, ele- to, he went to elections. He had an excellent result, an excellent result, and that excellent result was better no, than wasn't the result. Excellent. It was just fine. It was. It was. It was. Uh, it was a sixty. He had sixty in a coalition. Right. And only he had, had to, to do hop pull one person one from more. somewhere. So put wait a little bit. Don't rush it. But he dissolved the Knesset. He didn't need to do that. And that very well may have been ostensibly a political mistake. But I want to say something. I remember when we went to elections version two. I thought to myself. First thing I thought to myself, what a mistake. But the other thing I thought to myself is, I guess. We have to go to some kind of war this summer, and it's either going to be oh. a physical war with the bad guys, right. or we're going to have a political war inside with the country. With each other. And you know what? Is that better? Yes. I guess we all live. Yes, we live, and it wasn't so bad, and and I thought to myself, okay, if we have to choose between these two wars, I guess, not that, by the way, I'm the kind of guy who says, do everything to avoid war. I, I hate that attitude, which is like, and that's the, why do I hate that attitude? Because the enemy senses that you're going to do everything to avoid war. So therefore the enemy's like, so therefore I can attack and continue to eat up what I want to eat up. And the, the, my enemy, i.e. Israel wants to not, you know, doesn't want to fight. Doesn't want, doesn't want to, doesn't want to go into battle. Uh, but in any case, we went into political battle. And uh, again, I went, I just went mystical on trying to explain the, the election results. The bottom line of the, of the, of the real, the, the bottom line of the story is like this. This country, minus the Arabs, right? Minus the Arabs, and that's, by the way, what I'm saying is part of the discourse here in Israel. When you take away the Arab representation in Knesset, which got, it's ostensibly yeah. now 12 seats, mm-hmm. you take them away, you basically have 65 uh, for the general right wing. I'll, I'll qualify in a well, second. Can I say what, can I support what you're saying for yeah, a second? Yeah. I did a little tiny math. Okay. Um, which is dangerous in politics. Which is da- which is dangerous in politics. It's small, and I'm telling you now that it's rough. It yeah. is rough math. Okay. Uh, because there were also a bunch of little parties that I don't exactly know where they stand on the on the right left divide, or really basically what they stand for, because they're so small that they never made it into the news. Go but ahead. I did a little a little math. It turns out that the right got two million uh, eleven thousand nine hundred and eleven votes. The left got 2,275,254 votes. But that's with the Arab joint list, mm-hmm. which is like 450,000 people. Wait, and what? Which basically means, and, and I get, like, let's put aside the fact I understand Ara- there are Arabs, they're citizens of Israel, they have a right to vote according to the laws sure. that we have in our country, okay? Sure. They're, they're citizens. Just but like if America, you America, would take out... In America, out, you, could, you could say this is the black vote, the Latino vote. We're right. We're, if you would take out the Arab joint list, which in my opinion is an anti-Israel party more than it is a left-wing party, 
um, then you really have more voters for the right than the left. That's what I'm saying. Uh, did you include also in that, Malka, did you include uh, um, did, did you include the fact that the Russians who voted uh, for Lieberman, who has now how many seats? Eight? Uh, let me look. I think eight seats Lieberman for Lieberman. Lieberman has, right now, they haven't finished counting, but yes. they're basically saying that he has eight. Right. They're also basically saying that Blue and White has 33 and Likud has 31. Right. Okay. Which is already a pretty uh, right, which is which is difference. which is the re- a reversal of the last elections of version right, one. basically a right, total basically reversal. a reversal. Right. So uh, you know, and not th- to mention that the Arab parties grew by three seats. Right, which is they went back to what they were a few years ago. Okay, right, w- they got over their like right. division. It wasn't a huge. Interestingly, powerful lesson there. Look yeah. what happens when you get over your division. Yeah. Look what can happen for you. Okay, but but. If you if you bring the 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 Jew the the excuse me the Russian voters yeah. out of what has now become center center left because their leader basically just willy nilly decided mm-hmm. that he doesn't want to sit with the ultra orthodox and that he's you know a secular candidate and all that kind of stuff. In reality, they belong on the right, and everybody knows that in Israel. And so, re- in reality, if you think about it, there's 65 on the. Uh, minus the Arabs, there are sixty-five voters on the sixty-five seats on the right. Yep. And there's about forty-five, or forty even less, on the left, right? Because if you take away the Arabs, okay, sixty-five minus. We did this exactly three months ago. We did exactly uh, same. I, I don't remember doing it's this. It's the same. We, Maybe we, we did it we with did Mike. the same thing. Here, no, we did it with you. And listen, the bottom line is there's really the country is more towards the right. It, it's more towards the nationalist right. The Jew, and you right. would sus- you would suspect that since Israel is off, you know, um, in big measure traditional, in big well, measure a Jewish, lot of people, yeah, and 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 that's the that's the majority of the country. But when you go to Tel Aviv and stuff like that, the other kind of const- const- constituency of this country. Is Kaholavan? They are a little bit more secular, a little bit more doubtful, hopeful that we can make some kind of peace deal with the Arabs and that kind of thing, and and a little less like Jewishly inclined, and so that's exactly Kaholavan versus Likud that divide. Well, there's two other things I want to say about what you're saying. One is that on Twitter, anyway, amongst my peeps on Twitter, yeah, what people are saying is not that pe- that it was an anti-right vote. Or even a pro-secular vote, per se. It was a little bit of an upsetness with Benjamin Netanyahu himself. That people were kind of getting tired of him. Um, Which is a little bit sad, but a little bit reasonable at the same time. I mean, he has been in power for a long time. And the truth is, the way this campaign ran was like... Overly emotionalized. Over the, Malka, can I ask you a and question? And you look at these blue and thinking? white people who, like, if you ask me, are almost completely devoid of emotion. And then you're just like, they're, and their colors are blue and white. And you're just like, I would rather be with these people because yep. this guy is tiring me out with his, the Arabs are, are coming to vote, hurry. Oh, wait, I have to get on primetime TV and tell everybody that I am probably going to annex... Uh, slash apply sovereignty to the Jordan Valley. And people are just like, bam, bam, bam. They're getting hit with all this BB and they're like, they're tired of it. So that they, so they went the other direction. Speaking, the, speaking of a Jew who's not tired, Malka, yeah, yeah. one awesome Jew who's not tired mm-hmm. is Ambassador David Friedman. Wait, I want to say the one other thing. I love Ambassador David Friedman. And That's you got to take a picture with him Wait, yesterday. I'm so, don't even, because I really wanted to like, I want him to be my, my uncle. <laughs> 
We were at a very exclusive barbecue at an undisclosed location. Don't, we shouldn't overly talk about in this. In Jerusalem, and we got to be with some awesome... Two great things happened to me. Three great things happened to me at the barbecue. One. Four great things happened to me. Five. Okay, go. Five great things. Six happened. Six things. One, we got to hang out with our friend Avi Hyman in the car. That was fun. Two, you and I got to go uh, out, which is like a rare treat. Three, we got to go to Jerusalem, which is always nice. Four, we got to hang out... At, at the home of real heroes of Israel who uh, who have done so much good for the Jewish people. And that was a pleasure. Five, I met this these cool um, Air Fo- American Air Force pilots. And I'm like, I see this wicked awesome patch on the arm of one of them, which has an Israeli flag and an American flag. And between them is an F-16. F-18. Excuse me. F-18. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, that patch is cool. He... Uh, rips it off the side of his arm it was on velcro okay it wasn't like he actually really like it wasn't that dramatic but he ripped it off and it had velcro and he's like here take this i'm like what this is the coolest patch i've ever seen and it turns out that he's part of some like educational military cooperation thing between the united states and israel right and he was also at this barbecue and he gave me this patch, and I'm going to totally frame it and hang it up in my kid's room. There was You said Ave Hyman. We also got to see our good buddy Jack, who listens to this show. We got show. to see our good buddy Jack, of That's course, right. and he took like a, on a, like a Insta trip to Israel, and he told us all, he told us about the miracle, the modern day miracle of points. That's right. We talked about points. But then, okay, so then another great thing happened to me, which is that there were these like extremely masterful grill masters who were barbecuing these are like argentinian grill masters who bring all their like humongous grills and their food was really delicious but on top of that they make their own malabi and if you know me you know that i have a weakness for all the like mizrahi food all the like sephardic and north african jewish food yeah and they made this incredible par of malabi you can look it up on google it's basically a rose water whitey creamy amazing dessert with nuts and coconut on top mm. it's just the best and yeah. i really ate too much malabi yeah but i don't I regret it three malabis i don't want to talk about it okay because i ate two okay but they were delicious they and were. I'm, I'm not exactly sorry that i did it <laughs> anyway but then the last cool thing uh not the last but the last one i'll mention is that i got to meet finally finally i got to meet ambassador david friedman who is even cooler in person. Actually, I would say he is just as cool in person as he is in his onstage persona. On stage political awesomeness, which I already thought was really cool. And I wish that we had got I Mamash wanted to sit down with him and be like, What's your favorite place in Israel? What's your favorite food? What do you like to like I just wanted to like you talk want, to him about you everything. Arrange an interview? We can arrange an interview. That I don't. Well, I don't know. That's interesting. Anyway, it was nice. But it to was see really you. a pleasure to get to meet Ambassador David Friedman, and and uh, he remains tight-lipped on that peace plan between Trump and uh, the Jewish state. But uh, but he says it's a coming. So we're gonna see what that is. All right. There's more things that I don't want to talk about. Uh, so wait. I wanted to say the one last thing about the elections that I think that people need to know that may have influenced this this year's elections. Yes, ma'am. Which was actually something that was brilliant, but also like raises questions at the same time. In Tel Aviv, the main city of, uh, of the left, there was a new cool effort to get out the vote. 
And that effort was if you take a picture of yourself or like go into an app or something, there's a, I think there were a couple different ways voting. If you take a picture of yourself at the voting booth with your ballot and that you voted, you show it to a list of stores and restaurants and you get percentages off on election day. And it's a way to get people out, get people in, to keep going to the stores and things like that on election day. But it's also mostly a way to get people to go vote. Now, I didn't hear about anything like that in Yerushalayim, Yerakodesh, the holy city of Jerusalem, yeah, what the hell? What's up where that? there's shopping, right? And I, I'm wondering how that affected the vote. Like, did it get out thousands of more people? Did it get out tens of thousands of more people? Did it get? I'm curious to see how that initiative went. My guess is that it really did affect the elections. Maybe even it got, I don't know, maybe it got even another seat for Kaholavan for Blue and White. Um, and I, I wish that, like, I sort of, I mean, I think that the right did get out and vote, but I wish that we'd gotten out to the max. I wish that we'd you gotten mean, out you even wish more. wish that there was sales and fun stuff at the restaurants. Also, that wouldn't have hurt anything. Right, that's right. Um, awesomeness, uh, elections was, of course, elections are not quite done because elections are done, but now is the phase two, which is the recommendations that, uh, to the president, uh, and he, the president of Israel then goes back and says to one party, you are in charge of putting together the, uh, coalition and then there's coalition talks. And if there is a coalition and there's coalition agreements, it's quite the quite here, really. It's. The system is... Um, it's a funky system. It's, this ain't no America. Yeah, it's chaotic. It is chaotic. And it's really about who's the better politician in the end, kind of. It's like, it's not even like... It, I, let's put it this way. I can envision a scenario in which Prime Minister Netanyahu stays Prime Minister Netanyahu having not won the highest number of seats. Because I'm, I don't think Gantz can form a coalition. As a person, that's so, what's interesting. It's like it's 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 partially about the person at the top of each party and whether they can do it or not. I'm still I still think that it was a political mistake to go yeah. into the second round. Well, yeah, no, but 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 even by logic, it's like if you got a good result. Do you really think that logic? Do you think that anybody wants to go to second elections? Like, do you, don't you think that the country will punish you? For trying to go did to you think? Did you think at the time that the country would punish him? No. Yes, I did. Yes, I, I, yes, I, yes so. I did. I thought it was, I, right from the get-go, I'm like, is this crazy? This is crazy. Everybody thought it was a crazy thing. It was a crazy thing to, to, to go into, into uh, elections immediately after, after just having finished elections. It wasn't a, and by the way, it was unprecedented and, and kooky. It was a kooky it thing. It is crazy, but I didn't think to myself, like, Bibi Netanyahu was responsible for this. He, it he more did. seemed like, well, the voters didn't put into power one particular party over another, so we have to do this again. Yeah. I, I never, to me, it never occurred that, that Benjamin Netanyahu was personally making a screw-up. He personally was sent us into, into second elections. It didn't have to be. He could have, by the way, given a chance to the, the other parties. The Knesset had to vote. The Knesset the, dissolved his, itself. His coalition voted to dissolve. But but it was a mistake. I think I think it was a mistake, and I thought so at the time. In any case, uh, Malka, uh, that's why I got a little tired from all that. Yes, it is tiring. It it is tiring. It is tiring. It's a little deflating. It's a, yeah, and and also like and also at the same time, I've got this flight, but also there's Rosh Hashanah coming. Yeah, and it's like bigger. Yeah, there's big stuff. And it's just like, oh my god, I can't believe how much time. And I'm a guy who is pro politics. Like I think politics is important, but it's like. But no shalom, I need to move forward in other things, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, maybe Hashem wants us to think about elections. You know, we're going to the polls again, Isha, in a week. 
That's right. And this show is we called... Gotta, we got to elect uh, We gotta elect the king. But I am very confident that, that there's one party that's going to win the overwhelming majority of the votes. The and pirates? that is Hashem. Uh-huh, party the, Hashem. Not the pirates party. There's like a pirate party no. in Israel. No, not them. Uh, of course, uh, uh, it's... But he's not getting elected exactly. He's getting coronated. He's getting... I mean... We choose him. Yeah, um, it is a certain kind of election. Right, right. And he chooses us. By the way, that's in this week's Parsha. It's like, you caused me to say that you're my God, and you guys caused me to say that I'm your nation. It's it's a line in in this week's Torah portion. And do you know, Malka, that that there's a concept that we wear a a pair of tefillin that says that only, you know, God is king. Right. But that God wears a pair of tefillin, and it says, Mikamocha, Yisrael Mikamocha. Oh, you know, like like nice. who, like like a unique nation amongst others. Like you're, you're my nation. Okay, so we have this Rosh Hashanah, and it's like it it takes focus, it takes work. I I just when I sat down to my desk here, I saw that you had filled out a piece of paper that said meat filled dates. Yes, meat filled. I saw dates. new. It was, it was on the Mako website. Yeah, meat filled dates, and I think even the words meat filled dates. Doesn't some kind that of, sound like Rosh Hashanah food? Yeah, and it sounds like a metaphor for our spiritual bodies and stuff like that. You know, hmm. it's, like, it's like we're we're a date, which is like a, a spiritual thing, and inside we have got. You know, people say, "Are you a uh, a body with a spirit in it, or your spirit with a body on it?" On it, you know. And somehow, meat-filled dates makes me think about that. And hmm. some, and some, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, other interesting way. In any case. <laughs> Mommy, we yeah. got an amazing Torah portion here. I'm sorry, did I just call you mommy? You did. Here? You call me mommy in front of all these people. Oh darn it! That only happens in front of the kids. Because, you know, <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> I'm telling you. And yes, it's, Papa. And it's also hot out there. Yes. It's hot out it's there, warm. and and circus is coming. Wait, yeah. but I want to say one. I I need to go back to the practicalities for one second. Not, and meat. I mean the non-spiritual. You wanna, you wanna I want to go back to the meat. You want because this is something that we date. had mentioned before, and I I God forbid do not want to interrupt. This the Torah. is a date. And it's very meaty in our discussions. Ah, so we're having nice. a meat-filled date. I just want to say, in Israel, we really care about who wins and who loses the elections. Right. But we don't freak out like like in some countries where when, when one party wins, the other party uh, you know, has to go on suicide watch. Right. And can't handle it and starts bashing the other side and starts talking about what bad people they are and what scum the leaders are. You notice that in the morning, just like I said, in the morning... Two days later, you already have the opponents who might actually have to work together. So in that sense, it also makes sense. Right. Shaking and, hands and, and smiling. And have worked together in the past. All right. Have, definitely have worked together in the past. And there's, it just seems like in Israel, there's no room for the kind of contention that you have in, say, America over administrations like the Trump administration, <sighs> where some people are like... We're so great. And the other ones are like, you're the devil. And then the other one's like, actually, we're so great. And you're the devil. We don't we don't get into that stuff here. And that's something I'm grateful for. Malka, this week's Torah portion is Kitavo. It's uh, it's it's uh, chapter 26 uh, of the book of Deuteronomy. Very personal Torah portion. Moses still still talking, giving us giving us um, in this case, lots of love, but also tough love. This is the Torah portion that has the famous super harsh curses. We have mm. two versions of curses in the Torah. Yep. We have the ones uh, at the end of the book of Vayikra, in, in the in the Torah portion of Bechukotai, and we have here in Kitavo, right? Just like we have two versions of the Ten Commandments, we have two versions of the curses. The curses, by the way, are considered part of the covenant in the sense that if, you, if you're with me, 
well, rock on, and you'll be blessed. And if you're not with me, well, there's going to be some bad stuff. And if you read through it, it's really, it's really the Holocaust. It's really the Holocaust. And do you want to hear a very interesting thing? This week's Torah portion, which has kind of a description of the Holocaust in it, um, it doesn't like have a, a a good ending. Do you know that? It doesn't like go like, but everything's going to be all right at the end. Mm, it's just I like, don't like it, that. it doesn't have that. Now the other one, Bechukotai, does have a have a good ending. And they say one of the explanations is that the one here in Kitavo is written in singular form, like you will, you will, you will, but like on a singular instead of plural, as opposed to the one in Vayikra, which is in plural. And we have a halacha that the kahal does not die. What do you mean? The nation of Israel does not go down. Yes. Individuals go down. Right. And even six million individuals, God forbid. God forbid. But, but that's but that that could happen. But the nation comes back out of it. That's just that's just the nature of of the Jewish people. That's the nature, or want to call it supernature, uh, of the Jewish people. And this week's Torah portion has a has an, a very interesting combination of things. First thing, it talks about the first fruits. You're going to come into the land, and then I want you to say things. I want you to come in and say right at the temple. You're going to say things. He brought us to this land. He gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And now, behold, I have brought the first fruit of the ground that you have given me, Hashem. And you shall lay it before, and then you do action, and you shall lay it before Hashem your God, and you shall prostrate yourself before Hashem your God. And you shall rejoice with all the goodness that Hashem your God, this is such an important verse, v'samachta v'cholatov, v'samachta v'cholatov. You gotta be, you gotta come to Jerusalem and be so thankful for all the goodness that God has given you. And I think that ties right into what you just said a second ago, which is which is what's happening in our country, I think, I, wa- I want to think, is that even though we had this fight, this war, this political war, the, the below it is v'samachta b'cholatov. You got to be happy with all the good that God has given you. Right. And I was talking to these. We're to- also used to stuff being hard, sometimes. So when it's hard, you're like, okay, so it's hard again. It was easy. Right. Now it's hard again. Right. And, and we've had much harder, so we'll overcome this too. You know, Maka, I told some Americans they were like, I'm like, you're, you're. Divi- oh, I was with Pete Hegseth, mm-hmm. the incredible Fox News. Um, the incredible Fox News uh, broadcaster and journalist, and uh, and and we were talking about the the psychological problem in America. And I said to him, and he's like, "Well, how can we cure it?" I said, "Well, thankfulness, gr- gratefulness. Just be so grateful. Just because. Just go first thing. Go around the world and notice how great living li- life in America is. Maybe the one of the best countries in the world. But like, just be more grateful for what you do have, not what you don't have, what you don't like. Right. I think the same thing about life. And, and oh, they say by the way." in psychology that one of the main cures for depression is to mm. keep a gratitude, gratitude journal. journal that's all you have to do really if you just be grateful i'm so grateful for my awesome lady wife friend <laughs> okay you mean mommy that's right mommy okay i'm so grateful for that and I'm, we are really making everyone uncomfortable i can feel that i right told now. you we're very tired so i think the guard is down right now so you know but like but like we have to, we're coming to rosh hashanah and and one of the most important prayers that we have to have is not what we want but what we're grateful for, that's one of the most important prayers, is to say thank you that's to God. Right. That is such a... <laughs> there you know there are sects within Judaism which are entirely based on this idea. Right. Just, of just, just being grateful. Just be grateful. It's so important to be so grateful. And there's nothing... And you have to be grateful for the consciousness of being grateful. That's it's right. It's like, thank you for even putting in my mind to be grateful to you. It's it's humongous. I I cannot speak enough about 
about how I have come to really believe that, that being grateful is one of the most important emotions that you can really, really develop inside of yourself. And when things are down, when the chips are down, and the chips, by the way, are sometimes down for no good reason. The chips are sometimes down because you're stressed, because you're late, and because too many pressures on you. None of them by themselves are big deals. It's just too much stuff, and your brain goes haywire. That's what happens to me anyway. Today I had a haywire. Like I had to lie down and watch some idiotic TV because my brain just went haywire. It was just like, it was like okay. shorted out. Yeah, it is okay because you are very you are very understanding, and I'm grateful, and I feel much <laughs> better right now. Okay. Um, um, the uh, l- Listen to this, Malka. L- listen to these words. Um, Hashem says to us that that he, he has really chosen the Jewish people to be a unique and chosen people. That's that's the one hand. And on the other hand, if you don't, you're also going to be chosen for certain kinds of punishments that no other nation has ever seen. Oy. Right? And then that's basically what um, what happened. And this Torah portion contains one of my most, uh, uh, something I'm very emotionally attached to, which is the what we call euphemistically, you and I, the Torah stones. The Torah stones are talked about in this week's Parsha. And that is, you're supposed to set up 12 stones in the land of Israel. It's going to have the Torah on them. And and according to uh, the, the the last words in that paragraph, it's called Ba'er Hetev. Explain it well. Do you know what the term explain it well means? No. According to one explanation, it means in 70 languages. But wow. generally speaking, we don't actually know what the term explain it well means. I think maybe no, it's just like use your judgment. There's an irony, though, in the, uh, the term. Uh, the, the explain, explain it well, well is not like, explained well. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> explain it well. What, what, what do you mean? You know what? As you were talking right now, as you and I were talking, my brain suddenly understood what Ba'er Hetev is. What? All these books that we have here. Look at the books. Look at the library here. Yeah. Look how many efforts there are to try to explain the Torah. Right. Look how many books we have with explanations that try to explain to you what the real Torah is about. There's so much written on it. And and when we do this show, we're also doing a bit of Ba'er Hetev. It's a big mitzvah, ladies and gentlemen, to Ba'er Hetev, to explain it well, to explain it well to your children, to make them love it. Big mitzvah to make the kids love the Torah and believe that it, it is awesome and fun and brilliant. And that's what it is. And, and it's a great mitzvah to enjoy. And I, I can't think, again, can't be more thankful for the Internet Myself, I don't always have my rabbi exactly sitting next to me, my inflatable rabbi, <laughs> okay? But you know what I actually do? It comes today, I have one of my rabbis sends an inordinate, I would say too many, audios through WhatsApp with excellent explanation of the Tanya, for example. Wow. You know who sends that? No. Rabbi, rabbi, rabbi Nissan. He sends tons wow. of, every day, like tens of, of excellent recordings. Wow. You could just... You can just hit play hit on. on. You don't even is. have to go download the podcast. It just comes into your thing. You'll hit play. Boom. Okay? And I want to thank so much uh, Rabbi Et Shalom, Yitzchak Et Shalom, who, and another rabbi, Zarek Levy, on the OU's Shnai Mikra podcast, which I highly recommend to people. It's, it's a little bit more long form, but it's great stuff. There's so many people are trying to teach us the Torah. At the same time, ouch, as Rabbi Yudin would say, ouch, <laughs> like, there's so many Jews who don't know the Torah. And when yeah. I say don't know the Torah, they, like really, really don't. they don't know what's going on in the Torah at all. And that's very painful. And we got to really remedy that. And we got to do a better job at Ba'er Hetev, yes. which means make cool videos or cool theme parks. And my dream, for example, for Hebron is that it's going to be a biblical experience. That's my dream. 
that's not just going to be like this, the stuff that's there explained. It's going to be a biblical experience. And that's really my, my goal for this year, Bezrat Hashem, for uh, Tafshin Pei, right? That's where we're going in Tafshin Pei, to shop. Okay, does not mean to shop, Malka. Oh, it does not mean. Now it does. <laughs> I don't mean Tufshin Pei means to to shop means to shop. Okay, to shop. <laughs> to shop. Oh my gosh, this is the year of the Messiah. <laughs> I can feel it. I really. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Oh my gosh. Yes. By the way, I, I bumped into a, a Christian pastor in Texas and uh, from Texas in in Hebron, and he wouldn't let up about that. I'm not okay for not accepting Uncle Jay, and that I was just is not okay with and, me. And I was just like, and I, his whole congregation was around, and I'm like, I I said to him, Do you know what I always tell Christian folks when we get into these kind of discussions? I always say, Let's agree to agree. By the way, Zev Ornstein, my good friend, has totally. Oh, taken, he's adopted, taken the, that? adopted that. Let's That's agree nice. to agree. We have so much we agree on. Let's agree to agree and not not worry about the other stuff. But he's like, no. That's he wouldn't the, let up. He wouldn't let up. And then I said to him, and then I, I said to him, I have a soft spot for that kind of activity. You mean a and sore I mean, spot? Or yeah, a sore spot. I mean, soft, soft like. You push it, and then all the worms come out. Okay, but that's not what soft yeah. spot means, okay? That, okay, that doesn't a, mean a, a soft spot soft. on an apple. That, you're using a lot of metaphors here. Did you say worms come out of the soft spot? No, soft spot I, is like a nice... A visualization I had. Yeah, no, you have like a nice place in your heart that's, that's a soft spot. That's not what I meant. Yeah, you have a... Or if I said that, and you thought I meant it, then I was being sarcastic. Okay, or you were being kind again. Okay, let's no, not go... No, I really don't have a soft spot for that. I have a big, white-hot rage for that. Do you know what I told him right in front of the, his whole congregation? I said, can we agree that God is doing miracles with the Jewish people and bringing them back home to this land that he promised? He's like, yes. I'm like, well, amen. Then let's not talk anymore. Right? I'm like, well, amen. Why don't you put some, put some pizza in that pie hole of but, yours and but, <laughs> be quiet? By the way, you know how the conversation started? I go, where are you from? They go, we're from Texas. I go, you know, I'm an honorary Texan. My <laughs> wife is from Texas, Sherman, Texas. They're like, oh, yeah. And then they're like, we're from Odessa, Texas. I'm like, I'm also from Odessa. In my <laughs> <laughs> But the other Odessa. Yeah, the other Odessa. Yeah, the Jabotinsky Odessa. Anyway, um, okay, the other thing I want to say about this week's tour portion, Malka, is that you get the blessings and the curses, the famous admonition and the famous uh, effort of Moses to kind of say, this is what you got to do when you go into the land. This is, to me, interesting. Moses is like, I'm not going with you, but let me give you a little command about what you got to do when you go into the land. You got to go to Shechem. You got to go to Shechem. And I want to say a big mazel tov to my friends. A big mazel tov to the Shachar family who are listeners to this show out in Alon Moreh. Okay, and they are really bringing the Jewish people Wow, home. so happy. I'm so happy <laughs> to hear that Karen and Natan had a wonderful little precious bundle of joy. Yeah, but the, the, these this family is like they they are They're the coolest the, people you ever met. The, your whole these life. guys these guys are bringing Jews to Alon Moreh, bringing their family, having tons of babies, changing the education system out there, bringing their in laws. The, the, they practice minimalism. They practice amazing minimalism. Man, too cool. They're really too cool. cool. And we we're already invited. They started a school. We we're already invited for Lech Lecha. <gasps> To our portion of Lecha. Anyway, right there where they live, you could see the twin mountains of Har Eval, Har Grizim, 
Which one is the good one? Which one is the bad one? Well, grizim comes from, sounds like the word grease. Grease is like grease. That's the Hebrew way of saying grease, like in a tank. And so those, yeah. that's how I remember that grease is how you get the blessings because sometimes you get a grease the wheels okay. and you get the blessings. So Har Grizim is the, the mountain of blessings. Yes. Har Eval, just Eval. Yeah, Eval, exactly. And you don't <laughs> want that. So that's how I remember it. You remember what happened. And here Dr. Micha Goodman says, he says, uh, look at Mount Sinai. Everybody is below the mountain, and then Moses goes up to the very tippy top and brings down the Torah. Here, it's inverted. Hmm. The people are on the mountain. The Torah is coming from underneath. It's an inverted Mount Sinai. Wow. Okay, and that is because in the land, the blessings in the Torah comes from the land. Wow. Not from the top down, but from bottom up kind of thing. The land itself is blessed and has blessings, has Torah inside. Is that awesome? That is awesome. That is awesome. I know, I know, I know that is awesome. I know that that is awesome. All right. Uh, so if if you do the if you uh, if you if you Saturday night you sometimes there's the special reading Saturday night for blessings and you remember it it goes like this Baruch Ata Ba'ir Baruch Ata Basade Baruch Pri Bitnecha Upri Admatcha Upri Bematecha Shgar Alafecha Vashtar Otzonecha Baruch Tenecha Umashartecha Baruch Ata Bevoecha Baruch Ata Betzetecha Iten Hashem Etoyvecha Kamim Alecha Nigafim Lefanecha Your enemies are going to be destroyed from before you Bederech Echad Yitzu Alecha Ubishiv Adrachim Yenusel Lefanecha They'll come at you with one way and they'll run away in seven. Yitzav Hashem Itchayet Abracha Ba'asamecha Hashem is going to uh, give you blessings in your storehouses. Ubechol Mishlach Yadecha Everything you do Uberechcha Ba'aretz He's going to bless you in the land Asher Hashem Okecha Noten Lach Which Hashem gives you uh, the land that Hashem gives you Yakimcha Hashem Lo Le'am Kadosh Hashem is going to raise you up to be a holy nation Kasher Nishba Lecha Which He swore to you if you just keep his commandments and go in his ways, those are the promises. The reverse, the curses are unspeakable. In so fact, don't they're, speak them. they're so bad. They're so bad, and they go on for pages. Oh. They're so bad. They're so bad that um, they're so bad that there's even some words which were changed which we read, we look at it one way and we read it a different way so it would be less offensive. Really? Yes. Is that okay? Uh, that, that is the Masoretic notes that we have. And for example, um, uh, for example, kind of, kind of famously, there's some words that like a person will engage a wife and somebody else will take her. Mm. Okay, so the word, the Torah uses words that are like akin to like violate or rape, that type of thing. Oy. So the way we say it is like, Lay with her, you know what I mean, like, uh, like, like to, to, to less to, like horrific, yeah, less horrific, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know, mothers, you know, eating their their their, oh, their, yeah, their yeah, children, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff, and and it's and it's there in order to be, to be real, the kind of stuff that 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 God forbid happened in the Holocaust. So, uh, the the Holocaust, in one way, and I say this every single year, it's not a denial of God; it's a proof of Him. You can have a you can have a beef with Him and say. Uh, I can't believe you allowed the Holocaust to happen, but he he'll say back. But I told you that such a thing could happen. You can't you can't use the Holocaust as a denial of God. I mean, it's logically problematic because it's in the book. Right. It's in the book, so so you can't deny God on the basis of the Holocaust. That's just like and there's the old joke, right, about the grandkid who speaks to his grandfather with the that has the number on his arm, and he says, "Grandpa, do you believe in God?" And he goes. After what he did to us, nah. that's the old joke. I actually like that joke, but I never get to laugh. Mm, yeah. uh, in any case, uh, uh, when we get into the land of Israel, we're supposed to set up 12 stones 
12 stones that have the whole Torah written on them and maybe in 70 languages. One wow. of my one of my dreams, Malka, one of my dreams. And and I don't know how, you know, and if anybody out there is interested in helping one of these dreams uh, uh, actually take root um, is to set up such 12 stones uh, and make a Bible park, a park of the Bible. Now, there's a disagreement. What is supposed to be written on those 12 stones? Only the book of Devarim, Deuteronomy? Only the uh, only the commandments, according to Rav Sajigo, only the commandments. Hmm. Uh, some people say the whole Torah, and in seventy Wait, languages. Wait, why would you write only the commandments on twelve? On twelve stones. stones? How does okay. that work? Through division, six hundred thirteen commandments, and you write kind oh, of the, the list of six hundred thirteen commandments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so, so that that that's another option out there. Um, so let, let's set that up in real life, okay? And my, my New Year's resolution, quote-unquote, if, if I use the Gentile version of, of how we make uh, that phrase, my New Year's resolution, yeah. in Hebrew we say, hachlota, yeah. right? Achlata, a, a kind of personal decision, but the Chabad way is hachlata, like, yeah. a, like a... Decision. R- decision, a resolution that's resolute, okay? Is to bring the Bible more into... Hebron into the land of Israel in general, specifically yes. Hebron, but to bring the Bible to life. That is, it has become a new subset goal of mine wow. in clarity. Meaning That's to cool. say, I have now written, it's a third command in my, I have, you know, three top line, like, decisions about what life is supposed to be about. And this is now number three in, in that, which is like, as a personal goal of, in life, and certainly for this year, bring the Bible more to life. We're always trying to struggle to bring people into our political consciousness. Our political consciousness is based on our internal narrative, which is based on the the story of the Tanakh. If you don't have that internal narrative, then how do you base? You're going to find some other rationale for what the state of Israel is supposed to do, or maybe it's not supposed to exist at all. We need to bring the Bible into people's lives. You and I discussed this about Hanukkah. Yes. And there are many other ways. We have to bring the Bible back to life. And that is, I think, the... uh, one of the great goals. Wow, I've been schmoozing a lot, Malka. Yes. Now it's time for you to meet Phil these dates, right? Yes, here. I got my recipe out. You it's get... for Rosh Hashanah. Well, I hope it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. I think we're going to be where? On the Mount of Olives? We're gonna be, it looks like we're going to be on the Mount of Olives and okay. in a couple other places in Jerusalem. Awesome, awesome. Over Rosh Hashanah. Very good, very I'm good. pretty excited. And I'm going to be... A I'm ne- a little nervous, though, because usually we make Rosh Hashanah in my house... And so I get to try out all kinds of new recipes, but this year I'm going to have to really like reduce it down to like one or two core Rosh Hashanah foods. You're going to be awesome, Malka. You're going to be awesome. I don't know what to do. Hashem should bless you with all the things that you need for a new Rosh Hashanah, Amen. okay, for yes. to make a new Rosh Hashanah, to make all the de- de- delectables, and they should be emotional and spiritual delectables. Yes, de- Delicacies. And I want to bless you all out there. There's a lot of people out there who write to me after shows and are, and are connected to me. And I want to thank you very much for being with me this great year. I will be with you also next week, but I shall be on the road. It'll be a road show. Uh, I'll be on the road. I'm doing a, 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 a bazak. How do you say in, in Hebrew? You say bazak, like a like a lightning tour. That's what yeah. it's a lightning tour, uh, starting Saturday night till Friday. Bezrat Hashem. Uh, so I'll be out in all kinds of states doing all kinds of stuff uh, with also the Director General of the Jewish Community of Hebron, which is Uri Karazan. And so uh, we'll be out there. And uh, I hope that you'll um, connect to me uh, and, and give me spiritual uh, 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 strength wh- wherever I am. And I'm sending it back to you. Please check out my uh, uh, Facebook, which is a lot of fun. Twitter, which is even more fun. Uh, even a little on, um, what do you call it? 
on Instagram, of course, on SoundCloud and on YouTube. We're so out there. We're, we're out there. Maka is a is a merciless Twitterer. <laughs> okay, you you could be. Uh, by the way, I I just heard that Isa Amru, who's my frenemy on Twitter mm-hmm. in Chevron, okay, he said to me, he said to to Pete Hexeth, he's like, I like Isha. Don't <gasps> tell him. Though. What? That's right. You're not. He wasn't supposed to tell you. That's that. okay. That's okay. Frenemies. That was a way. Actually, see, the, in reality, that was a way of a frenemy uh, saying that without right, saying right, that. Right. See, but I knew that already. I didn't need to know that. Wink, wink. And and uh, who will you know? And and the fight goes on. Yes. And uh, and the Jewish people are back in the land of Israel, and that nothing is going to stop that. That's the end of the show. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you to Moshe Herman, to Tabitha, to Ben Bresky. Actually, Ben Bresky's on vacation. I think he's a yeah. Going Ben, to... no thanks to you. No thanks to you, but thank you, Malka. Thank, thank you, you very much. Ishai. And have a thanks have for a having me on. Have a blessed Shabbat. Oh, thank one you. more thing. Hmm? One more thing. No. Let's not forget to dedicate the show to a very special lady. Okay, to uh, this uh, next week is the yes. your site of my beloved beloved mother-in-law, your beloved mom. Yes. Uh, her name was Leah Bad Fega. That's right. And Leah Bad Fega, uh, she passed away. That's right. Now, I guess 12, um, 13, 13 years, years ago, ago, right? 13 and years ago. Uh, we were there and uh, uh, we went that that fateful Rosh Hashanah that we went down. That's right. To we Texas. went to her funeral. Yeah, that was that was hard. That was uh, hard. But we but we send you lots of love up there. Labat Fega, and thank you so much for uh, for for giving us strength, helping us uh, have some of our kids by giving us uh, give us a good name, g- g- give us a good name, and give us a sending down good vibrations uh, from the heavenly sphere down to this lower but pretty awesome sphere of Jerusalem, the land of Israel, and the land of blessed. So be blessed out there wherever you are. Stay tuned, stay connected. Write me an email, Yishai at thelandofisrael.com. Don't be a stranger. God bless you wherever you are, and Shana Tovah. I'll speak to you Shana next week. Shana Tovah Umetuka.